0: Welcome everyone, pull up a chair, it is lunchtime in Rome.
1: Welcome back to another week for Lunchtime in Rome. This is Eric. I'm sitting down at the table with my friends Jay and Brian. How you guys doing? I'm good. I'm amazed that every week you remember to alternate. Right? I do. Oh, I my gosh. I know you do. Okay. You're, you're I doing, was locked and loaded to be like, all. you said Brian's
2: <laughs> name first last week. And I quit. Oh, no
1: There was a little hesitation this week. I was like, is it Jay? Is it Brian? Is it Jay? Is it Brian? <laughs> you, did, you did good, son. You did, <laughs> right. did. Good. good, kid. Good. We're all good. here. I'm glad So yeah you are listening to Lunchtime in Rome Visit us at com. Follow us at, uh, on Twitter At Lunchtime in Rome And uh, Facebook Like and share All that great stuff um, And subscribe to us On all your favorite Podcast apps um, Yeah so can
0: I, can I subscribe on iTunes? You can Can I subscribe on SoundCloud? Yes Can I subscribe on Spotify? Yes Pocketcast.
1: Cast Pocket Cast Twitter? Favorite. Well you can follow us on Twitter Okay Right um, So yeah What have you guys been eating this week?
3: Um, Go ahead, Jay. I will tell you, it's not necessarily what I've been eating, but it's something I'd like to talk about, which is...
1: How you've been eating.
3: Cannibalism. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Great movie, Alive, I believe was the title. Alive was uh, the title. Yes. It it left me wanting. The Donner Party. No, so I have my uh, cow... And the pizza. Pe- you still the, have some of that. Oh, I got some of that. Although I'm going through it pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, it turns out I'd need more than a cow to get me through a year. Yeah. But um, <laughs> there was an arm roast, which I thought was weird. And arm so, roast? Yeah, I don't know. So I got it out and I left it out in the uh, kitchen to thaw out. Yeah. And then I kind of forgot about it. So it turns out it was out there for a good um, nine hours. Okay. I've eaten worse. Now I'm like, oh, well, well, it's aged. <laughs> yeah like cheese moist aged <laughs> not dry aged yeah. wet aged <laughs> yeah. and i was like well oh, and that began the problem of do you cook it,
0: mm-hmm. do you, mm-hmm. not cook it. you paid it. a now, lot of
3: money for this cow paid a lot of money mm-hmm. now for that it's five bucks a pound. i mean it's it was a better probably, deal than it was a ten dollar in piece in the store, of store but it's right. still yeah so i i, I had it's this valuable. huge debate i immediately threw it in the fridge you know when i realized it and i, I talked to some people about it the next day just you know back and forth you know, you smell it. The smell test, is is that the number one thing you go by? Not me. Uh, I go by the eat it, and if I get sick, then that that it probably that wasn't a good way to good go. a too. good test. <laughs> but I smelled it, and it was weird because now, mind you, this is a cow from literally five miles from here. I yeah. know the owners of the cow. Right. I know the history of the cow. You know cow. the
1: smell of the owners. I don't. <laughs>
3: I don't know But you'd like to, wouldn't you? <laughs> one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. We'll, we'll not get into that. Right. So I smelled it, and it was weird because it actually smelled like fresh. Like it was a weird smell. Like the it arm roast that had been sitting out smelled, smelled fresh. like almost like a meadow. Wow, it yeah, it was real. It did not smell the least bit bad. Yeah. So did it smell uh, like
1: meat?
0: Green lights, man.
1: Because <sighs> when you say meadow, I think like butterflies and flowers and almost a fresh like stream. Yeah, What's well, grass a fresh fed? Breeze. That's very true. Yeah. So
3: right. I seared the crap out of it and made it into a stew. So then I cooked the crap out of it and uh, it was delicious. So my question is, what are your markers for now? And that's either (laughs) unprepared food Mm. or like, I have a thing with Chinese food, no disrespect. that people the very next pissed off this week <laughs> <laughs> that i don't let it go more than a day in the fridge which makes no really, sense chinese i think food. we have we talked about this
1: like, yeah it's so, i'm with it's you. So packed
0: with chemicals and, like, oh there's so much sodium it, dude that
1: stuff's gonna last till you i know but I yeah swear, but it's not the I same go, it's one of those things where like it's good when it's fresh and then eh, the second day like i know there's people that are like ooh, chinese leftovers i'm not that guy oh i'll eat it until like well, next week
3: yeah, cause I but see for me, I think any time I've gone like more than two days, yeah, I could just how do I say this uh, <laughs> discreetly? I could just eat it on the toilet, <laughs> and by the time I swallow, it's coming right. right, right, out. right I don't right. think that's gross, is yeah. it?
1: That's a that's, that's no, that's it's a great. It's to have in my it's, my head I use that right in my now. sermon this week. <laughs> yeah,
3: there you mm-hmm. go. So your your Brian, your benchmarks yeah, are. I mean, I really, if it doesn't smell real, I'll real smell it, you know, real yeah.
0: bad. I mean, there's there's been some times where I've left some meat out and been questionable and that was
3: recent uh, with meat or something i gave you or something that i had too much of remember and you like left it overnight and you're like i still cooked it
0: oh yeah i mean <laughs> i'm not real shy about it like i said i, I feel like my immune system and the, hey you want to build I, it I up put, i put the i put the family at risk by doing it at times and we're still here is what i'm saying you're strengthening so, them. and and they don't get sick them. that often except but Abby's see here's my thing like bit.
1: if i left meat out for nine hours like i would still cook that yeah like i would it was eat-
0: overnight and like like Eighteen hours overnight, like that's kind of well you
1: don't want it. the
3: danger zone is forty to to like what one forty or something like that, like if it gets in there is where bacteria grows
0: forty to one forty hours or no, degrees,
3: degrees. Oh, okay, so if it's above forty degrees, you're in danger, mm. which it was still cool to the touch mm. yeah, ish yeah.
0: If if well, well I'm here. Right. So if, if right. so, like say, okay. So I think maybe it comes from where did it come from to me? Also. You know, like you've invested in this. This is your cow. And this is your
3: I know is. it was killed appropriately. Right.
0: It was, you know, it's been right. taken care of. But like oftentimes my mom will get us food bank stuff right right. from the food bank. So you know that it's already been left over now that it's been donated to the food that bank. That animal was alive six months ago. Yes. If I leave it out, <laughs> mm, there's a good chance that it's probably not good and I should throw it away. Right. I didn't earn it. I didn't do anything with it. So I think it's a question of how did it come to you? How much effort have you put into getting it? How much can you trust the meat?
1: See, Yeah. And it's interesting. Strange statement, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me, like my sniffer's not it's as my motto. good as as never good as yeah. never trust the meat. <clears throat> oh no trust never, never mind. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> and For me, yeah. <laughs> my sniffer isn't the best. <laughs> Amy's is like overly great. So, like, me, I, it has to be really bad for me to, like, mm. notice it being Like wow. a greenish color. <laughs> right? Slimy. Yeah. You know? If you touch it and it's it like, walks like, away. It's got a new arm growing out of it, you know? <laughs> like,
0: I love I love the Simpsons where Homer gets that giant sub and he's still eating it two weeks later. He finds it behind, like, the radiator. And it's, like, greenish. And he's like, it's still good. It's <laughs> it, still good. It's still good.
1: <laughs> and then, like, he starts to hallucinate. Anyways. <laughs> but then Amy's on the other side of the spectrum yeah. where she, like, smells it and, like, she thinks it's bad, but it's like, yeah, I think it it's fine. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. It's Amy's, tough in our
0: house. Amy can be very conservative in general, I would think. With, She's pretty with cautious things. about yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, I, and I'm fine with that. Sure. Yeah. Um. But, so, what I've been eating. What have you been eating? This week. I'm, I, so I, I made, saw you making some zoodles last night. I did make some zoodles. Zoodles. I got a zoodle try maker try them on suckers on out. Amazon. Zucchini
0: noodles. Right. Did you dry them out?
3: Yes. Yeah, Press so all the water
1: out. Here's what you do. You get the zoodler on the, the zoodler on Amazon. The little zoodler. The,
0: the zoodler. You twist it. The, hand little, crank
1: the it. Yeah, hand crank. And it's really efficient. It's really cool. I like it a lot. Um, and it works really, really well. Amazon There's, sponsor. Yeah, not yet. And they're <laughs> not of zoodler. New York City yeah, either. Do better. Hey do yo. better, Amazon. Um, oh, do
0: better, New York City. I don't know any
3: of eh, this. I don't know. I'm so out
1: of um, touch.
0: I'm so happy about that. So, it's a blissful place to be. so good.
1: But there's different kinds of uh, attachments so you can get different kind of noodle shapes, shapes. out of it, which is yep, great. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I made zoodles last night. But this past week, so week prior was my father-in-law's birthday. You, you, you made, didn't tell me made about made the –
3: did you dry it out or not?
1: Oh, sorry. So, yes. So you really, like, liberally cover it with salt. The zoodle. And you let the, it sit. The zucchini. The zucchini, yeah, okay. so after you make the zoodles out of it. Okay. Cover it with salt, let it sit for like 10 to 20 minutes. After that, you rinse it out really, really well and wash all the salt off. And then you pat it dry so that you the the zoodle itself is dried out. So you get like a nut, like a more crisp, crunchy. But not did so you? Crunchy. I did.
3: Okay. Because I would be worried that it would, having salted it. Yeah. And then rinse the salt that it would receive that water again.
1: Mm. Mm-mm. No. obviously not. No, it works.
0: Then, it works really that's really good right. to know. And you threw it in some sauce. It smelled incredible. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. But you're not talking about zoodles. You're talking about something else. You're no,
1: eating. So the first time in my life I made a quiche. Oh, nice. So it was, um, last week, he it said, it, like, right? oh, man, <laughs> made some quiche, yo. <laughs> um, but so last week, on last week's episode, it was my father-in-law's birthday. Yeah, yeah, week, the, so steak, the ribs. ribs. Yeah, that was great. Um, And then this week a week later is my mother-in-law's birthday, and I made a quiche (laughs) quiche. nice and it was fabulous (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just fabulous and and actually it did it turned out Fantastic like it was so from scratch good from scratch except for the pie I'm not I'm not making a pie you making no pie. I Ain't making no pie shell (laughs) Um, Dolph Goldman, but I made everything else did the you know the cream and the eggs and the the ham and the cheese Oh, it was fantastic spinach no spinach. You just no wanted spinach. ham and cheese. Simple woman. I had to, you know, I stuck to the birthday girl's rules and, and made, made what you she what wanted. You know would be
0: really good with that? Some fresh salsa. Like some. some. Yeah, a little dollop on oh, top. Man. My, so my mom does this egg bake, which I think you've had. Oh, We've, man.
1: No, we,
3: we talked about the egg yeah, bake. Yeah.
0: We have talked about Yeah. Oh, a couple slices. We can bring it back. Talk. It's, it's kind of a quiche, but not really. And I'm not trying to steal your thunder. No, no, I'm no. Just, I'm done. I'm that, that was it. That. that was it. It was my, excellent. My mom I celebrate a, your quicheness. Oh, thank you. Dude, congratulations. That's great. Seriously. Good job. So my mom will make this egg bake, and it's like you know, it's so bread good. and butter and yes. cream and, and eggs, and it's so heavy and it's uh, but she'll she'll put um, uh, sausage or or bacon or whatever, and that's yes. kind of how she's traditionally done it. Well, my yeah. my friend Paul Peachy up in New York, he's my godfather, Paul Peachy, Paul Peachy, forget <laughs> about it. Oh man, he should be on the show someday. He's awesome, but um. One day, like like his wife Tracy cut up all this fresh salsa, you know, fresh onions, Ooh, fresh yeah. cilantro, all that stuff. Pico de gallo. I was gonna say like a yeah. pickle. And that's exactly what it your. was. And, yeah, and he he minus the cilantro, I'm with you. We put it
3: together,
1: and it was hey, just man. like cilantro just needs to butt out. Yeah, but We put it together,
0: it. and it's just like this is a revelation. I, I did a whole new world. Could, yeah, it was a whole new world. I didn't know you got the to Cold salsa. You got, you got the acid from the
3: from the exactly. salsa with all the creaminess. It took it to another level. Yeah.
0: But that's not what I want to talk about as far as food. Um, I'm sorry. I made or... some stir fry tonight. I love making <gasps> stir fry. I didn't know that about you. Oh, I love stir have fry. Have we not talked about this? We've not. Do you uh, have a, a walk? walk? Got a How hammered you walk? No, it's not a hammered walk. You it's some Teflon. Teflon walk. Ah,
3: whatever. Sorry. Go ahead. Come on. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's not. It, all right. Um, I'll do better. I'll do Maybe better not. with my walk. Maybe not. Do you not. wear like a karate robe? But I, I, I w- no I don't. <laughs> uh, I okay. wore this. I wore my American Eagle shirt that you got me for Christmas. It's a good looking shirt. It still smells. Like, like christmas like 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 guac <laughs> <wok, Wheel>. like, <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> yeah um but i would love i love i, I had your stir, stir fry what two weeks ago yeah it, love was okay. for you, it was okay it was okay it was okay okay. It was okay i'd love for you to have my stir fry you guys i would have love my for you stir fry. To. yeah it's I good you guys have come tell me about your yeah. stir fry what do you do um chicken but first i put some butter and some olive oil and then uh onions and garlic and uh-huh, then i put uh-huh, chicken uh-huh. in some seasoning like some salt pepper um uh-huh. And then I did uh, red and yellow peppers and Do you leave snap- the chicken in while you do the peppers? Yep. Okay. Yep. Snap yeah, peas. Like I just I just I just start layering mm, things I love snap in. Peas. Like I keep mm-hmm. it all in together. I put like well. Do you cut not, the little
3: sharpie things off the end of the snap peas or you just throw maybe them? Maybe it wasn't
0: snap peas. It was actually like the peas in the pod. Edamame? I don't know It was peas in the pod Like I they had the pod peas. and everything Yeah that's snap that peas Well um, were they flat Or were they kind Yeah they of were flat That's snap that peas That's a snap Okay so yeah I didn't cut anything I think they were pre-cut I didn't yeah. even think about it Well sometimes they had Those little sharp nubbins Yeah and yeah. I'm yeah, like yeah. Why am I yeah, cutting these things off Yeah they Because like I, I would have them. cut them off right. If they had them Right You know uh, What else did I do in tonight um, I did cashews Raisins And I, I then I beat up some egg Like do some, uh-huh. some scrambled egg in it there you go And then combine it with some rice But no sauce Oh for the sauce I do I mean it's the It's the olive oil And the butter But right. then I'll throw in Sometimes I do Like soy sauce Right Tonight I wanted to Kind of go for a different feel Like mm-hmm. I, I put some ginger in I, I forgot a th- Fresh ginger, ginger. Uh, No no Okay <laughs> Come on Joe. <Jake. laughs> Sorry um, But uh, I did Worcestershire sauce tonight Oh it Worcestershire, out, Worcestershire uh, sauce Worcestershire sauce <laughs> And it turned out It just uh, Turned out so well Man that's exciting So that's my thing
1: That is exciting and No cornstarch no course. No starch. thickening agent.
0: No, no, no. Just just uh, did what I did and let it rip and it was super good. Anyway, you put the rice in it or on rice? Uh, I, I boiled the rice separately. Yes. I, I've I've done it before where I've just thrown it in, but then I've got the kids who are like, I don't want the rice in right. so They're I, the I worst. I <laughs> did the Yeah, right. So now I have the option for my family. Alexis Alexis and I both had rice and then I poured everything over it. We mixed it together, the kids had theirs separated. So It's exciting. It was great. It was a great stir fry.
3: God bless her, my mother was the queen of getting everything on the table at six o'clock. My mother mm. didn't have a specialty dish. Like, you know, she had friends that would make this. Oh, glare is this. And she's always like, yeah. oh, I don't do that. I'm like, mom, you make all the food hot, six o'clock, boom, on the table. Why do I bring this up? Yeah, Because Consistency. she would make chili that was great. Mm-hmm. But my dad liked beans in his chili. Yeah. And as kids, we'd be like, I don't yeah. like beans. I'm still the same way. So my mother, bless her heart. Bless her heart. Two kinds of chili. Two kinds of chili oh, every man. time. Both hot, both on the table. Wow. Six o'clock.
1: What a woman!
0: Betty's awesome. Man, so I have a great non-food story. Yes, to, if we're if we're transitioning, we, we are transitioning.
2: Yeah, <laughs> awkwardly <laughs> at this point, but so, go on.
0: We've had one member of my family take a dip in the pool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh! oh by the way, happy
0: Valentine's Day, everybody. Today's Valentine's oh, yeah, Day. Right. Oh, that's today right. Valentine's Day. But uh, yeah. Chalupa definitely jumped in the pool today. Chalupa's uh, your grandmother, right? Chalupa's my dog. <laughs> oh my my little pit bull yeah Um, so i took her up to the pool area which is the only part of my yard that's fenced and i wanted to see how she would do yeah and boy she loved it she loved it for about five minutes and uh she just she'd not she hadn't been up there before yeah so she's exploring it and i was inspired by you with your dog park in in the backyard of your house i was over here last night with chalupa (laughs) let her run around just let her go so i took her up to the pool yeah and uh dang it if that dog didn't just like she she ran around like the whole perimeter it's covered and I'm, right it's covered and i'm warning like like every time she would get close to be like hey you know yeah and then all of a sudden she ran around to the far side like as far oh, away from me as possible man. and what she a, got like you know one of those like middle paw yeah <laughs> and she got like the like the, the the crazies into her and she just jumped right into the center of that pool and at first the ice held and then it broke through oh man and so, like, I'm starting to take my coat off, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm I run over that's to the That's scary, like with oh, the dude, cover. Oh, dude, I was like, I was you like, know, it could suck her in. It could suck her in. Yeah. Fortunately, it's a very tough cover, yeah. and the we secured it very well this year. She's poking holes in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, at <laughs> this point, I, I, we'll see when the we'll see when the summer comes. Uh, uh, what's that brand image? new cover you bought? Right, it's the brand new cover. But you oh, know yeah. what? I would be pissed, but. I've already had a tree fall into it. So uh, again,
2: you
1: didn't tell me about earlier, that earlier.
0: Like in in November. Well, not not a not a big tree. It was like you know that like on the far side where the diving board is. There's that ugly. It used to be a bush, but it's way overgrown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I talked about taking it out next yeah. year. Ah, oh, the, well, uh, the Lord did it for you. The Lord did it for. Praying God. God. One one Sunday, one one Saturday morning in November, I went out and I'm like, what the? Hell? Oh man, this and this big branch fell in. So ah. before hockey, I'm out there like with my chainsaw and chopping down. Like a man. It, like a man. And,
1: uh, right after you made a quiche, that's (laughs) after I made the
0: quiche, but anyway, so that's already fallen onto the cover. (laughs) So, but
3: meanwhile, Chalupa's in the middle of the pool pool. and like,
0: she's swimming, like, like she's going to be a great swimmer. I can already tell. Yeah, Yeah. Swimming but there was this one moment where like she looked at me and her head went underwater and oh, I was like, Oh, man. here it goes. Yeah. And then her head bopped up and I was like, come over here. And she made it over to me where I could grab her, yeah. her harness and, and pull her out. And then I was like swearing at her, but laughing, <laughs> you know, it's just like a kid and just like a kid. Like, you know, when your kids could jump in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Like in right. February. Swear right. Exactly. But it was, so anyways, and it was, it was just the funniest, craziest moment. Cause I was like, all right, I, I, I might have had to jump in my pool.
2: Is Alexis February. home at this point?
3: Oh, yeah. Are not, you looking over your
0: shoulder at any point, like for the head shake? Uh, no, I mean, because that's not really how Alexis is.
3: No, was,
2: but I can see her, like, sighing.
0: She's yeah. Like, well, oh, Brian. I brought her in. I brought Chalupa back in after she got out and settled herself and shook herself off. I brought her back in. And I was like, well, Chalupa's gone poop and pee and taking a dip. And she's like, <laughs> what? a dip. And, like, Chalupa's all wet and smells like leafy. Oh, I was going to ask not you. Not a fresh gross. water in there right well, now. Not a fresh. No. Code? Remember when Cody I do. went in? I do. I'll never forget that.
1: Oh, and I put, like, I like he went in the pool. Yeah. And I, when I picked him up, he was all slimy. Oh, it was disgusting. Oh, it was but, so that, but that
2: was
0: like late April, early May when yes. it was those, le- those leaves have had more of a chance They've to de- de- decompose. decomposed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was at so least disgusting. it was warm, though. Like, but oh, he's serious. never gone in again after that, or not voluntarily. Not volun-
1: he, Cody very much swims for his life. Yeah.
0: That's accurate. Tulip is pretty much swimming for her life, but I'll, I'll be interested to see this summer. Yeah, um, me too. But it also raises the question, like if we let her go in all summer, then when the fall and the winter come, do we let her you know kind of go off the leash up, and, up at the pool because yeah. she's going to want to jump in again?
1: Maybe she learned her lesson, though.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But that... that I, it, As soon as it happened and I walked back in, Alexa's like, well, you got some podcast material. I was like, yes, (laughs) I do. Because up until this point, my week had been pretty boring. Yeah. (laughs) It was a
1: lose, lose. And then all of a sudden, winner, winner. Good food and a great Chalupa story. So I actually, you rallied. I I have a a fun event that happened this week. Um, I was on another podcast. Oh, sweet. So I, feel somewhat, uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, I'm rejoicing with you. I'm not like, a, <laughs> oh, sweet. I said, like a man. And <laughs> yeah, you did. Jay was like, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But, uh, so, the company I used to work for, Merkle, uh, the marketing agency, um, sponsor. <laughs> not yet. Um, Dude, they just take our talent. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Um, they invited me to be on their podcast. It's not published yet, but I, I went and recorded uh, with them um, last Friday and got to see some old people, and it was really, really fun. But I'll share that with you guys whenever it's up and live. And um, yeah, I thought it Look really at went you. well. But what was cool is I promoted our show on that podcast. really. Yes, you you did. Did. Nice. That's why I'm excited. Yeah, you did it. Yep. Good job. Yep. Um, so yeah, it was a good time. And and one of my good friends, Alexis. Um, uh, at Merkel, it was really good to see her again, and it was fun to fun to connect again. So. What's up,
0: Alexis? Yeah,
1: how awesome that you worked there, left there, yeah, and they're like, we're no, no, back. come back. Yeah, says yeah. a lot about you. Well, I made some great relationships there, and actually, I talked a lot about that as one of the things on the podcast because we were talking about SEO. But one of the things about SEO is. We have to lead without authority with other teams. So like we have to kinda right. persuade people to do Give things for you butt. so that you look successful yeah. but also set them up to win. Yep. And you can't do that without great relationships. And that was right. like my biggest advice for SEOs is create great relationships, which organically, mm-hmm. pun intended, went right into talking about our show. Mm-hmm. So which is great because yeah. people, you
3: know, they think they've got good relationships. Sometimes they know that sometimes they know they don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people think they're experts on relationships, but they don't know what it takes to go. What goes into right. a good relationship?
0: It's and not a lot of work to have a good relationship, is it? Happens naturally. Everyone's got the best of all relationships the
2: time.
3: all the time. It's never no, been I mean, a war. I mean, every marriage I know is top tension ever. No, people Don't know, have to work families, it. families, families, everyone's <laughs> close. There's no problems there. That's why everybody loves Christmas so much in the holidays, right? Because you get together and everybody loves all each other. All the time. All the time. Sarcasm, still not a fruit of the Holy Spirit, but I'm lobbying. I'm really hard. good at it. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's uh, it's right up there. You and I, man. We're good like that. It's all we used to do, by the way.
0: What, be when sarcastic? we first got to know each other, it was sort oh. of like sarcastic, sarcastic, Sarcasm sarcastic. 101. I had like, a podcast no, on sarcasm. Yeah.
2: Well,
3: you could. You <laughs> could. <laughs> But anyhow, you know, when we first started this podcast, we talked about the first problem uh, that man faced, you know, on earth or that God faced was that Adam was alone. And it said that, you know, when God made everything, it was good. But then when he made Adam, it wasn't good because Adam was alone. Mm-hmm. And so his, his key to that, his fix for that was a relationship. And then when he made Eve and it was Adam and Eve, it wasn't good. It was very good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's the key for every relationship: is very good, yeah. And I love is this that because, attainable? Well, sure. But yet, you talk to forget a hundred couples. You talk to a hundred Christian couples, mm-hmm. and without any prep, you just go, "Hey, how's your marriage going?" Yeah. You tell me how many say, yeah.
0: "Oh, it's very good." Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. You'll get like,
1: "Oh, it's mm. the, it's the way that God ordained it." Yeah. They don't say that. Yeah. No, you know,
0: they
3: say oh, it's doing
1: all right. Okay. Well, I feel like people will say that and it's on the surface. Sure. Whereas like if you really right. dove in, I get your point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah You're being sarcastic.
0: If you're expected to like, that's the expectation. Right. Oh, you're a Christian. Oh, you're I have be, to say be I have to say it's yeah. ordained by God. But even then God they'll
1: and, say you it's you know,
3: good. Or yeah. right. They'll say it's better it's than most. It's all right. Better than most. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't say very good. Right. Yeah. And the reason why is if they're being honest, they don't say it's very good is because, well, it's not. It's not very good. And these are, this is what we're talking about today. And it's, there's three components that are essential. If you're going to have a good relationship, very good relationship. And what we're talking about, I mean, primarily is a husband wife relationship. Yeah. But really it's integral to all relationships Yeah, in Mm -hmm. in one form or another. You're not going to have a good relationship if you don't have these three things. I would say
1: we have very good relationships. We
3: do. And I think we have all three of these components in our relationship. Mm hmm. And the first hey, of which hey, it's almost like it works out. <laughs> the first one is that you have, and you entrust God to be the one who is going to meet your needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that seems sort of, yeah, I mean, you could put it it if you wanted to make it a more Christian phrase or whatever else, you'd say that God is the center of your relationship. Well, what the crap does that even mean? Right. You know, but that, you know, that God is the one who knows your heart. Who knows the other person's heart? Yeah, and yeah. he's working to meet your needs. And again, when we talk needs, I am talking ninety percent emotional needs. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be met, because the alternative is you just completely rely one hundred percent on the other person in the relationship. That you've got to meet all my needs, right. and I have to make sure that your needs are met. And I am, and God's on the outside going, "Hey, I was thinking, hey, why don't you just? Yeah. I was about to. Okay, not me. Oh, all right, I'll just stay right here. Right, um, Brian, you would passionate about this topic yeah earlier.
0: well earlier in
3: our podcast show prep. just before show prep it's what we call it yeah. business prep. so they call it over there it's your Merkel little affair <laughs> show prep oh <laughs> well, it's a podcast affair you know, what, now. what's it like the, on the Merkel side of things huh what do they do for show prep over just there go huh into, go and go and
0: what was I passionate about? I mean, I, like, I'm just passionate. Like I, I think of God as, again, I, I've used it before, the um, the one verse about the the three chords not easily being broken, but you, you do think of God and not, this is certainly not to minimize God in any way, but it's almost like, hey, he's gonna bring us back to the table, regardless of how good or bad it is. God is that mediator to bring us back to say, okay, you know, you're here, you're here, but here's my eternal principles. If you guys can get back in line with these eternal principles, you guys are going to have that, um, you know, that that peace that you need in that relationship. Whereas, if you don't have that God-centered relationship, you don't necessarily understand about peace. You don't necessarily understand about grace. You don't have those components, and you don't have the Holy Spirit compelling you to get back into that union based upon those things.
3: And when you just said about the Holy Spirit, I think is really important because. I, you know, again, we—I call him. I don't say we. You know, the ugly duckling of the Trinity. You know, everybody's like God, the sure, Jesus, man, right, sure. Holy Spirit, mm, mm, whatever. Never it to Casper the don't ghost. Don't know what to do with that. Right. But that still quiet voice inside of you that might say, "Give your spouse space," mm-hmm. or right. "Look what they're doing. They mm-hmm. need this." Mm-hmm. If, if you're not considering God right. in your relationship, you're not listening for that Holy. You know, and people who do have God in the middle of their relationships, they're not listening they might be praying but they're not listening like you said which is so important
0: to the holy spirit well god. and if, if i may like one of the things that god does when you're truly seeking him is he continues to call you as a person to a higher standard to a higher place you know he's continually challenging your um depth of experience and your uh, who are you as a person and and so if god's continually calling that to calling you to that space that's going to reflect in all the relationships you have, because God's continuing to set the bar higher and to set that standard greater. And so if God's doing that to you through you, you can do that with, with your relationships, you know, because Mm -hmm. the way that God's doing it, it's bringing you into more of a completed place. And so by using you as the example, God can do that through you to other people.
3: And also if I may, before you jump in, Eric, you need to then entrust. Wait a minute. Okay, so God's working in my heart and God is calling me to a deeper level and God is talking to me and everything else. I need to trust, you know, in my situation, God might just be doing the same thing with Rachel. Mm-hmm. That I don't have to manhandle mm-hmm. Rachel's right, emotions right. and her ability to talk, her right. ability to dig deep. Right. That, okay, God might in fact work in her right. heart. God's talking to her like too. He might be. Right. right. And, you know, and, I, and I'm making fun of that, but boy, so often in mm-hmm. relationships, we're not doing that right? Right, and we're not entrusting him with that. Did you want
1: to, I mean, I was just going to say like just setting your expectations on God, you know, more than, you know, another person is just always good. Like we've all fallen short. We're probably going to fall short and we're probably going to, you know, hurt, you know, another person, not on purpose, but like we, you know, we're, we're going to let each other down at some point in some way or whatever. And, or they're going to let it's you like down. like
0: the Geico commercial. Oh, you're human. You're going to let people down. It's what you do. <laughs> yeah, right. It's
1: what you do. <laughs> Geico. <And laughs> sponsor Geico <laughs> no, That's not, not yet. Not yet. Um, but you know, and they're probably going to let you down at some point. Like it's yeah. like that's what happens. So setting the expect expectations of God meeting your needs just yeah. kind of level sets everything. Yep. So that you're also not putting the pre- like the yeah. pressure so much on the other person of having to meet every I c- like I can't imagine Amy meeting every single one of my, she meets a lot of needs, but like, you know, she's not going to meet every single one when you want them right now. Right.
3: Exactly. And And imagine this. And if
0: she doesn't, you become resentful and distant. Yeah.
1: But there's people
3: right now that are listening to this that are saying, yeah, that's all nice and fine, but I put my trust in God and this happened
2: Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. I
3: needed this and I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if they had the, what's the term that people use the balls to say to God, Hey, screw you. Mm hmm. Because you let me down because they would say that to a spouse, Mm -hmm. but they, if they do have the guts, they do say that to him. But the difference is God knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. They knows your heart and he knows what you need. And therein lies some of that faith. Okay, God, look, I really need this. I didn't get it again. Okay. Now I've got to draw deeper into my walk with you. Do I really trust Mm -hmm. you? And then you, and then over time you see how he meets that need. I want to give a, a real quick practical example of this. Yeah. When Rachel and I were learning this down in Texas at the Center for Relational Care, we were given sort of this assignment. And so we're separated. And I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking about Rachel and I'm praying for her. And I think, hmm, you know, I was making jokes in our in our session about Rachel. Like I sat in her seat when we came back from a break. And you guys both know Rachel very much. Mm -hmm. Rachel likes pattern. Mm -hmm. Rachel likes consistency. Mm -hmm. So I did it on purpose to needle her because she would say, um, um, yeah, you're in my seat, <laughs> you know, but I realized, wait a minute, that's symbolic because as we're learning all this new stuff in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, she ain't changing, <laughs> like <laughs> she can hear all this stuff. About me, needs, but
2: she ain't changing.
3: And so through this exercise we were doing, it said, you know, talk to God and ask him how he feels about this situation. Yeah. And so I sat there and I said, okay, God, You know, I confess it was wrong. I probably shouldn't have made, you know, made Rachel look upset and angsty because I was sitting in her seat. you know, how do you feel about that situation? And I sat there dead quiet. It was probably a good three to four seconds. And again, not audibly, but just short of it. Mm -hmm. God said to me, I believe in Rachel. And I wept like a baby. Mm. And he's saying, Jay, I got her.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't you
3: think you need to make fun of her or that she's not going to change?
2: Yeah. I got her. Mm-hmm.
3: And if you look at who this woman is now mm. compared to she, who she was in 2009 or whatever when we were down there, oh, wait, he got her. Yeah. Mm. And she has been different. Well, if I'm ignoring God, I'm just going to keep either pushing her buttons to tease her Mm. or being frustrated or trying to get her to change and everything else. And
0: yet there she was growing and growing and growing. And how amazing is it that you guys did that at that time period right before the whole tray thing happened, you know, almost like God was preparing you both separately together for that, that moment where your storm came and how much different it would have been if, if God didn't take you guys through that when he did. Almost like he's got a plan. Almost like he's got a plan. It's almost like he's got a plan, you know, Um, we could go on and let's maybe save that
3: for another time. Yeah. Because when you're when a child is diagnosed with cancer, the divorce rate amongst the parents is like 80 percent. Wow. I mean, the national average is 50. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, And we could talk about that. And, And one of you who's smarter or more organized than me or one of the listeners make sure we talk about like what happens in those situations. Why does it break down? And it's only because that we had gone through this, that we knew how to love each other, that we knew how to meet each other's needs, knew how to meet each other's needs, that we not only survived it, but we thrived as a marriage in that. And there is more than a few people that have said to me, you know, we were impacted by your and Rachel's relationship through those times. Absolutely. We have. Which goes, well, there's one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Two. Two. Here we go. Anyone else? Cody? No? Okay. <laughs> um, so you got to have God, you know, as the one that you're trusting to meet your needs, that he loves your spouse. He loves your mother. He loves your whatever this relationship is just as much as he loves you. And he's working. Now, maybe they're not listening, <laughs> but he's working in their hearts just as much yeah. as he is in yours. Yeah. The second thing we've talked about it already. Not today. It's open. Open honest and vulnerable communication. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear so often in, in marriage things like we need to improve our communication. Yeah, but What's you have mean? to make it right. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And furthermore, it's got to be open.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's got to be honest and it has to be vulnerable. And if you think about relationships, how often we're not, let's just go with vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Now, why aren't we vulnerable? It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Why else? We've been trained all of our lives to, to not let, I don't about, about know. the hurt show, especially you know. I'm all good. I'm fine. If we're gonna be stereotypical, the men, fine. No, I'm good. How are you? fine. You know, Hank Schrader, Hank Schrader, Hank Schrader, and Breaking Bad, like that. That's oh, the yeah. stereotypical. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I meanwhile he's flipping out. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's our training. It's our it's it's the air we breathe, especially in you know the United States. We this rugged individualism. I'm good. I'm fine. You're not. <laughs> but when not you at all. yeah, so vulnerability is is a tough thing for us to come by.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And you think about it from a need perspective. Let's just say I have right now a need for affection. And I know that Rachel does not have a high need for affection, right. she mm-hmm. really doesn't. So it's not natural for her. You know, we've made jokes, not a hugger, <laughs> Rachel. <otherwise>, always, <laughs> right. you know, if you wanna hug the back of a dining room chair, feels the same thing as hugging <laughs> Rachel, same thing. Okay, well here's me who needs a hug. Okay, well, if I go to her and I am open and I'm honest and I say, honey, I'm just really low and I just, you know, I've had a rough day or I've had a rough week. If in the next few days you could perhaps just know that I need some affection, mm-hmm. you know, that would mean a lot to me. Okay, that's open. Mm-hmm. That's honest. Mm-hmm. And boy, that's vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Because she might go, um, okay. And then not do it. Right. Yeah, And that's one of the reasons why we're not vulnerable because we have expressed needs. Yep. Right. And then they're not, not met. met. One time I I said that, that exact situation to Rachel. I'm like, I've just had a rough time, blah, blah, blah. The very next day, I had a volleyball parent chew me out. And it was one of those times where I wasn't wrong. (laughs) Like, sometimes I'm wrong and I'm like, I'm very sorry. You're Mm. right. Yeah. And I told Rachel about it and I sat down and she came over to me and it was great. I'm sitting on the couch. She sits down next to me, takes her hand open and rubs a small circle on my kneecap. And she says, I'm really sorry you had a bad day. I almost wept. (laughs) I almost went. It meant the wor- She didn't just give me this big hug and say, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Right, right. You know, she said she wanted to punch that person in the face. Yeah. And wanted to know who it was, which I always <laughs> love. You know, and then she just rubbed
0: this little circle on my knee. I but really you know, it. in that act, she's meeting you because it's that's a big that's, move. There that's was right. electricity going through my leg. <laughs> yeah.
3: I pushed her down onto the couch. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Is that the go ahead? Is that the green light, honey? <laughs> Feel better now. Um, but what's the opposite of that? And don't say not uh, closed, no, not doing dishonest that. <laughs> and guarded. But what does a guy do? So in the situation, my situation, oh, I really need some affection. Yeah. But I, I don't want to share it with Rachel. Right. I don't want to share it. So what's a guy do like that? Or a woman has a high need for security. She's mm-hmm. worried about her husband. Mm-hmm. So what does she do? Instead of saying, oh honey, I'm really feeling insecure right now, and it would mean the world to me if you could just check in with me every once in a while and let me know you're okay. What's the alternative? What do people do
0: to get their needs met? All kinds of awful things that make no sense that you see in movies that you're like, why are you doing that? That's not the right way to do it. I I can't think of an example right now, but it's like. Well, think of the guy who, like me, what would I do tonight
3: when I get home if I'm feeling really like I need some affection? I'm going to go up and I'm going to be like, Hey, honey! and I'll give her a big hug yeah. and she'll push me away and say, yeah. get off of me. Yeah. And then I'll tackle her and just say, ah, oh, my mother and father, wait, I, ha, I know you're pointing no, out no me, no, no, no. my dad, this it. is such a great example. My dad, my mother had, uh, and I lifted my mother up earlier. I'm not going to knock her down here. This is going to be worse for my dad because yeah. I talked nicely about my mom earlier, but my mother was not a real big touchy feely person. Yeah. My dad sure was and got him into trouble. Yeah. But he was notorious for like snapping my mom's bra, mm. or like we'd be in the kitchen. He'd pull her pants down <laughs> in front of all of us. He'd pull her right down. Oh my God. I mean, he would do the rude r- r- things. What do you think he was trying to do? He's trying to get some physical interaction and back get and some forth. Th- yeah, right, get yeah. some attention. And, and yeah. he didn't say, Listen, uh,
0: Betty, um,
3: I've been feeling, feeling a really bit, neglected uh, lately. And I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna need to pull
1: your pants down. <laughs> so I'm going to have to pull your pants down. <laughs> or,
0: Yeah, or it. it it manifests in lots of ways. You know, the guy comes home. He doesn't. He doesn't get that affection from his wife or whatever. He goes to the computer and starts looking up porn. He goes to the bar and starts trying to pick up chicks, or he goes to the corner and you know. I mean, there's, there's infinite right. ways that, now those that are,
3: right. And I agree with you completely. But specific to the other person. That that woman that's really needing security mm-hmm. from her husband. Mm-hmm. So what does she do? Well, she calls him every ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. She's not being open. She's not being honest. Right. And she's like, "Oh, I just thought, just wanted to make sure you're okay." Or, "Oh, yeah. hey, by the way, did you um, did you mm-hmm. uh pick up the mail? Uh, uh, just I was just checking. Right. And, and you're like drowning, and you're just trying <laughs> instead of communicating the need to be met, you're stealing it. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I'm just thinking of somebody I know. some oh. people I know that they constantly hey did you do this yet did you do this yet did you do this yet or hey maybe if you did this or or may there's this this almost manipulation of, sure it is um trying to get somebody to do the thing that you want them to do because they're not sure that they're being heard they're not sure that they're, they're being they need to be validated and so they have to continue being on that task in well, their mind
1: and it's so funny like you know brian you mentioned like you know going to the computer going to porn or like like, finally, like the going down to the corner. And yeah. Like hiring I mean, that's a, a drastic example. That's but, a, but like, it's so much just in the day to day. Right. You know, our day to day actions. Then it comes out, you know, which. And that's what leads to that. Well, yeah. You know, you, you, right. you bang your head. You p- one little thing here. One, one little, little thing, thing, here, thing here. And then one it's little boom. Here, I'm there. there. Yeah.
0: Because day after day, if those needs aren't being met, it's, it's almost like the, the kettle starting to bubble over. Almost like the emotional cup. Like the emotional cup. Not being filled the way that it should be. Yeah, right. exactly. Filled with hurts. Each Well, again, each one of those is a hurt.
3: Yeah, exactly. That isn't being met. And mm-hmm. so what comes out of the top? Right. Those other things. And it's yeah. stealing to get those needs met. Mm. It's, it's stealing it's manipulating. to get those needs met. Um,
0: needs met.
2: Yes, that's exactly wow, what it is. Wow, I've never thought of it like that.
3: You're it's right. And, and guess what? It doesn't satiate you. No. Because it's not
0: authentic. It's th- not real.
3: There's a mother I know who has a 25-year-old son and a 20 year old son. And they both at a point in time were still living at home and they were mandated no matter what time of day they got home. They had to kiss their mother and say, I love you. And even if it was three in the morning, they had to wake her or they were Ugh. in huge trouble. You know, I need my kiss. You have to kiss me. goodnight. Come tell me you love me. Yeah. How much love do you think Oof. that feels? Well, they go, really, mom? Really? Okay. Good night. Yeah. I love you. Mm-hmm. And so she starts it all over the next day because she's drowning and mm-hmm. not having her needs met. Such so mm-hmm. a vicious cycle and it just keeps going that way. Or the other thing is if I'm not being open and I'm not being honest and I'm not vulnerable, commu- worst worcestershire sauce, committing, <laughs> communicating my needs. And then you walk blissfully by and you don't meet my need and you don't meet my need and I'm not trying to steal it and you don't meet my need and you don't meet my need. And eventually, it's you never have met my needs. You don't care about me. And you lash out and attack the other person who is most likely blissfully unaware of Mm -hmm. your need. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, back to Rachel and myself, when we were just first dating, I was so tired of being the one to initiate conversations that we were in an Eaton Park. And I was like, Mm -hmm. livid because I had started the conversation three times in a row. And I'm like, that's it. I'm not starting. I'm not going to say another word (laughs) until she does. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forty-five minutes we sat <laughs> quiet. At this point, I am enraged out of my brain. Yeah. yeah. How long have you married? So How red. long
1: have
0: you known her? Like six months.
1: Okay. Now, What was go- what, what, what was her reaction? She didn't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: She just she just was completely content to sit there and not talk and. I am like livid.
3: I could kill somebody at this point. Forty-five minutes. You guys are finishing your meal. The waitress comes up. I'm like, oh, it's nice to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel had no idea.
1: Oh my god! Oh, god that monster. might be my favorite story that you've told me about you guys. Wow! I know, right? I've told you some stories. I know, but man, that is just—it's so, so funny to me. It is I, so us. But I, well, it's so you. But then I'm like, I'm with you. I'm like, not going to say a word. I ha- Haven't noticed any. Like, we haven't said a word. Like, nothing. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> fries are good. Hey, you must really like your food. Hey.
1: <laughs> like when, when? Wait, whoa, hold on. Wait, like, when, when was it this? Well,
3: so we met in '97, so it was. This is be... before
1: smartphones. Like you're not like looking at your smartphone. Nope. Just sitting there, sitting there, looking sitting at each there. other.
0: Forty
3: five. What are
1: you looking at?
0: Me going like that. Was there? Was there ever? <laughs> was there ever any like seriously like with the facial expressions? Was there ever anything on her part that she was like blissfully unaware?
1: Wow, that's awesome. Oh God bless her, man. Now
3: inwardly, See, I think it was a spite move on her part.
1: I don't think she's. We'll have to have her on the vulnerable. show. We'll have to have her on the <laughs> show. Get, back, get behind that. Oh uh, man, man, ignorance is bliss. Man, Rachel's living the best life. So
3: either we steal emotional needs, mm-hmm. or we lash out. Mm-hmm. If we're not open, honest, and vulnerable, and the right. last thing we need to do is mutually give
1: to
3: <clears throat> meet each other's needs.
1: That's a huge one too. And it seems you know,
3: all of these are like, of course. Like obviously, that's I know. everybody's relationship. But like I just
1: said, like what we were talking about, there's so much like in the in between, in the in the day to day that you don't really notice that we just talked about with the open, honest, and vulnerable, like stealing, like Brian. That was kind of I feel like that was kind of a ha moment, moment, moment for you with uh, stealing to yeah. get you know yeah, and so yeah. Anyway, that sorry. Well
0: said. <laughs>
1: but it, it, <laughs> it seems with, it starts easy and recognizing obvious. Recognizing
0: it, I mean, how many people just are blissfully or not blissfully unaware that these are components that you need to exercise. you know, And that's why this is so important. It's because you have to recognize them, first of all.
3: Well, I know a lady who said, and I quote, and said it and put it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Ladies, she wrote, how much of your needs need to be met before you feel secure enough to meet your partner's needs? And I thought, you're a terrible human being. (laughs) She's sitting there not giving in to her... Boyfriend or whatever it was, yeah. until she really knew that he was going to meet all of her needs. Mm. Like mm. she was at least honest. Mm-hmm. But that's about very it. true. You know, and I mean, I just remember looking at it like I don't
1: what she's very open. Yeah. <laughs> she's very honest. I'm, just, I'm
0: here at the poker table, but none of these chips are, are going yours. Into the middle, putting I'm until on Facebook. You prove put all of your chips into until the, you
3: prove to me. Putting yeah. it on Facebook. But if so that's we think vulnerable. about how this, is, you know, you think of. And this happens more often, the doting wife and the bullish husband, Mm -hmm. you know, she takes care of Mm -hmm. the kids all, you know, let's go stereotypes. Why not? Sure. She's home. She's an at home mom, (sighs) but anyhow, and so she's at home and she's doing the laundry. She's keeping the house clean. She's taking the kids to school. She's taking things back. She does all this. She makes the dinner. The, The husband comes home. She makes sure he feels good and she gets, you know, all the stereotypes and then he wants to do this and okay, we'll do that, honey. And everything he hasn't asked her how her day was. Yeah. He didn't say, "Honey, what can I do for you?" And then he goes to bed and she gets up and she finishes paying the bills and then she goes to bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's you see that in a lot of relationships where there's the one person that's just bullishly in charge of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And the other person is left by the wayside. Yeah. And very often that's how they were raised. We, you know, we could get into the psychology of it, but none of us are qualified. Right. But that's a very simple way to look at it that it's you're like, "Well, that doesn't really happen where people don't meet each other's you know, that one person gives and the other one doesn't yet yeah, does Yeah, a lot. And very often nobody's meeting anybody's needs. Right. Um, and so it's really a, a mutual thing. And I use the example once again with Rachel of, she doesn't put stuff in the dishwasher. And so my need mm. for being, uh, supported in the dish work yeah. is not being met. Mm-hmm. And I say to her, how come you didn't put the stuff in the dishwasher? She's like, cause you tell me I did it wrong. Mm. And that's her need for security. Okay, well, we can mutually give. I don't get upset that she doesn't put it in the dishwasher.
0: She doesn't have to experience me telling her she did it wrong. So she just doesn't do it and you're fine. And I'm with fine with it because I get that. it.
3: Yeah. So we're mutually because you, you get it because you get it. understand it. And guess why? Because we were open and honest and vulnerable. Right. And
0: yeah. communicating that to each yeah. other. Yeah. But it's and it's those little things like that that oh. can blow up. Everything. I also heard that you like things on the on the floor of uh, closets. There's nothing I like better. Yeah. Than a cluttered closet. Yeah, it's floor, the best right? floor where I gotta reach. Like where you in. can like if when you have to push the vacuum in with your foot because Or, or you can't open the door or you yeah. can't push the door in. Okay, we're being
3: sarcastic again.
0: We're being sarcastic, but again, it's those little things that are huge when you're in a long term relationship with somebody that you value, that if you don't address them, they might seem really dumb, like you're not gonna talk about them on your first ten dates, but when you're five years into it and it's become a thing, You've gotta put that on the table, and then you've gotta figure out how to give each other that space. Because chances are, nine times out of 10, there's gonna be this here. So how do you deal with it, you know? And it comes back to emotional
3: needs that people don't ever realize. Right. They think it's about dishes. Oh, it's not about dishes. It's not about dishes. Right, you know, I, I would, an example of the whole affection thing, there are a few things I like more than tackling Rachel, you know, I don't tickle her, but like just messing with her and everything else. And like, she doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. So now I don't do that anymore because Mm -hmm. it it resembles too many things she doesn't like. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, oh, me acquiescing to Rachel,
0: like there's things I do to her that are super wrong. And so she's like, could
3: you not do that? And I'm like, "Uh,
2: okay. Yeah,
0: and you clearly understand that it's coming from a place of extreme pain in her past where that simple act might seem like a simple act to you, but it's bringing up major trauma from before right. right
3: sometimes or sometimes it's just like don't touch my it's feet. really annoying <laughs> well yeah right yeah. yeah we've all been there don't touch rachel's. <laughs> but it's
1: really annoying because of, there's like <laughs> a, a, yeah.
2: yeah
0: how many times if I, if I get told one more time not to touch rachel's feet <laughs> boy that'll be the first time <laughs> <laughs> really no we talked about that before i think it was on vacation no if i'm actually touching rachel's feet oh you don't touch her <laughs> <laughs> like, no, right no that's not really something
3: no no but don't
0: i won't <laughs> no I
3: and if you did i would tell you <laughs> You're in a world of trouble, buddy. And then I would tell him to do better.
1: <laughs> do better. Nice. Thank nice you. segue. That's, segue. That's good. You.
3: It's a better segue when I think we don't acknowledge it, but it's still kind of cool
1: that we do. Well, I always ruin it, so. <laughs> uh,
3: you ruin everything. <laughs> what was that? Wait, that was somebody. You ruin everything. Oh, gosh. Talk amongst yourselves.
1: Oh, no. I know. You make me sad. Uh, it might have been that. You make me sad. <laughs> you make me sad, Jay. Yep. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so, do better. Do better you would do better
3: right i do but i've been
0: talking a lot brian you ever do better <sighs> i don't it, I, I had one about a golfer but then i look we looked let's into talk the about it we, we can, talk can talk about it, about it. yeah come All on maybe right. everybody so needs to do better yeah. initially there's this golfer matt kuchar matt kuchar he's he, he and apparently this was a little bit ago it wasn't two it weeks. wasn't like it just happened okay so two weeks ago he, there was a tournament a golf tournament down in mexico he I guess totally didn't expect to win it. Mexico, um, but he's he's been a very successful golfer. And normally, when you win a tournament, you give your caddy ten percent of standard your standard rate.
3: Of a caddy is ten percent. But right. you have you're, a big,
0: you're a big golf guy, Jay. So you you big can, golf guy. Yeah.
3: Well, and you if you have a caddy, the general contract is it's around ten percent of your winnings that week is what they get.
0: Okay. So. This tournament's in Mexico. Um, the, the normal caddy, I guess, backs out or couldn't make it, so he, um, you know, he finds one of the local looper, hot, one of the loc- w- local on hotshot caddies. He finds one of those guys, and I guess before the tournament, again, he didn't expect to win this tournament. He agreed on three grand. We'll give you the. We'll, I'll give you three grand to be my caddy for this week. And he said, if I if I win, and if I win, I'll give you five grand. Four, four. Was it four grand? I win. I'll give you four. Guy said, okay. So he wins. He wins the whole thing. He wins one point three million. So the caddy should have, you know, in theory, got 130. dollars. Given $1, a regular dollars. contract. Right. But they already had this agreement. So um, so he gives the caddy three grand, five grand, and then I guess everything blows up and he's and then he comes back and says, I'll give you fifteen grand, and the caddy's like, Nope, I don't want it because you've, you know, basically disrespected. Well me. then he said I want fifty. Yeah. Then he said and then he then the caddy turned it down. It's like you know, At this point, everybody is just... And there's other things where this golfer is given to other charities. But in yeah. this particular case, he didn't handle it well. And then the caddy didn't handle it well. Um, the media doesn't became, handle it well. The media handled it Because from this guy's
3: perspective is, we agreed on three. Right. We'll win bonus up to four. Right. I gave him five. I'm trying to
0: give you 15 and then 50.
3: I, no, I offered him 15 and he demanded 50. Yeah. And he said, um, how do I say this in your language? No.
0: Yeah. And then th- <laughs> there was the comment where, well... This is more than you'll ever make in in like. A I year. thought it was what? a good day's wages. Yeah, whatever. Or a whatever. good week's wages.
2: That comment didn't. Which not means he's racist. Him to racist. The
0: media, media. Yes, he's right. a racist. You know, bigoted American. American, whatever. So, anyways, it's it's, just, it's amazing how one of those it just blows up into a, a all around everybody do better. Everybody do one. better. So,
3: everybody do better. You could argue that he said I gave him more than I uh, than I offered him, and more than the bonus. And yeah. So he said. I'm going to sleep. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so maybe there's
3: some can't do better in there. Yeah. I don't know. Cause it's still kind of arrogant and cocky and all that kind of fun stuff. But he's, I mean, I've never heard his name mentioned in anything negative uh-huh. in, before this. Yeah. So you've heard
0: him as an yeah. expected golfer. Been around. Yeah. He came
3: on like strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need to make this a golf podcast. I don't know if there's anything more riveting than a <laughs> golf podcast yes. to a world who does not care about golf. Right. Um, my do better is a little bit more serious. Mm. um, Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And I'm going to ruffle a feather or two here. Uh oh. And I don't, don't care.
0: This is good pod right here. Yeah.
3: So, Rachel, my beloved wife, Jan. Have we my talked about her at all in this podcast? Nope. <laughs> Sister in law. Um, Jane. My brother in law, Rich, Jan, Jan, Jan. Jan. Um, and Michaela, Tyler's woman. Oh, I love Michaela. And another friend of the family went to go to Amplify Church here in Penn Hills, well, Plum, um, that had a special event. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they brought in some pastor dude that I can't remember his name, and Lisa Kirk is uh, I, it's, I don't know. How oh, to Lisa Worcestershire Worcestershire, yes, <laughs> and that's the reason why they went because she's written a book. Rachel loves it. Jan loves it. My sister Kathy was supposed to bring her friend Bethany out here, but because of the ice, they couldn't make uh-huh. it. So that was mm. sad. Shout out to the friends in Bucks County, Connie. And so it was great and it was a blessing and it was wonderful and it was good worship and you know the pastor dude was super hipster, so Rachel thought that was funny and they were using all the Christian terms like the what his wife was speaking. She's like, We just have so many opportunities to love on
1: people. That's one of your favorites. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, well, get wrestle, you plugged in. In. and yes. Rachel's like, Wow, that's a really good
3: <laughs> <laughs> But here's the do better.
1: Did she get plugged in? Oh,
3: plugged in, <laughs> suit charged on, and just, you know, <laughs> I, I can't even do it. That's how non Christian I am. Loved on. Loved on. Yeah, oh, I almost. Okay. So this event was sponsored n- unlike this podcast by compassion international, or should I say some international ministry? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to name names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at one point they said, Hey everybody look underneath your seats. Mm-hmm. There's a folder there. And inside that folder, you're going to see a picture of a child that you have the opportunity to sponsor tonight mm-hmm. for just $39 a month if you commit for one to two to three to 25 years, I don't know what the terms were. This child will receive food, mm-hmm. schooling, get to hear the gospel, everything else. Okay, yeah, yeah, we all yeah, get yeah. it. Yep. That's how they have these events. Yep. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Good marketing. It's fine. Good At this marketing. point in time, they said, Sh- "Well, I'm we want you to stand up.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We want you to open up your folders. We want you to hold the picture of this child in your hand and we're all going to pray. And we're going to pray that God would move in your heart and we want you to say the name of this child and offer this name up to God in prayer. It might be the first time ever. And we're going to ask that God's going to move in this place and that you're going to have the conviction. I mean, I don't know how far they went with that. Right. But I'm already like, okay, you want me to, you're telling me to say this kid's name in prayer. Did Rachel Packer bags? Hold on. Cause I was proud and disappointed. Mm. So they then said, okay, you now have an opportunity to bring your folder down front and commit to sponsoring this child. But there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there's no. At
1: this point, no, there's no pressure whatsoever. If
3: you don't want to, just go to the back of the church and hand your folder over to one of our representatives and tell them you won't be sponsoring this
0: child.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they all, all of a sudden became Scientologists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my point was that, uh, you know, classic saying did Rachel pack her bags well, for the, Rachel's guilt, first point for the was, guilt trip that they took her on. Oh, <laughs>
2: I
0: thought there are some things in church that are just so shady.
1: And I've talked to people who
3: I know, love and trust. And they're like, hey, man, it's marketing. It's business. You got to yeah. do it in the church. Yeah. You know, and this is what they've got to do to bring these great speakers in. I'm pretty sure that's what Jesus outlined. And in, in he Bible. had a beef with it. Yeah. And that was the thing. If you sponsored him, you had to use a special money that mm. you only got 70 cents on the dollar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so my point is, like, you could make the pitch, mm-hmm. leave the prayer out. And whatever else and then leave it there mm-hmm. you know but make you take a walk of shame to mm-hmm. the back of the truck. Right? make also, you hand
1: it to somebody and my bro
3: i'll put him out there my brother said to me man he goes they had some timeshare training you know, can yeah. I have some time to pray about this? No, you got to sign right now. Sign yep. right now. Can I talk to my financial advisor? Can I look at my budget to see if yep. I have thirty nine dollars a month? No, no, no. You can't take this pack at home with you. Drop it off at the front. Drop it off in the back. Either way, you don't leave with this pack. The packet. price
1: drops. Okay, so now it's only twenty nine ninety nine a month. Can you do that? Right. You yeah. Do that? yeah. Yeah. They're, yep. like, they're <laughs> going lower and lower. You know, we right. could go uh, by this, monthly this payment. Doesn't have he to wanted. have two bowls of rice a day. <laughs> yes. One rice will be fantastic. <laughs> we'll just All give right,
0: him, half a bowl. We'll just give him a new testament. Yeah. We'll
3: just give him a new testament. Don't worry about the old in his language. Yeah. No history. Box of we'll give him a Gideon's oh, Bible
1: This is hilarious and dark and oh, sad man, at the same time.
0: But it's so true Like, yeah. and We've all been around so much church Where we've seen this over and over it again It takes
3: me back to the altar call mm-hmm. Big stadium full of people yeah. If you've decided to follow Jesus Christ You come down to the front Praise God, come down. If you have decided to follow Jesus Christ for the first time, come down to the front 15 minutes later. If you came here in a car, mm. if you came here in a car, come down front. And Are then you breathing like, right now? Do you have hair? in your lungs? We had 45,000 people at our altar call. Yeah. Really? Wow. Only Jay up there with his middle <laughs> finger. So I said to Rachel, well, Rachel's point was this. Yeah. And And to her credit, much to her credit, she said, I'm not going to make that kind of a decision for our household mm. without talking to you wow. because you're my other half.
1: Right, because it's not like just a one-off 39 bucks right. 39 bucks time times talking, 12. Right, that's, and that's
3: before they send you the coloring book and before they ask you for the special Easter present right. yep. and for the birthday present right. yeah. and for the whatever present. Yeah, this is just the entry It's in a huge commitment. It is a commitment. You should what? Pray about.
1: Well, mm. and be open, honest, and vulnerable with your Spouse to talk about like hey, this is something I really want to do right and if she really wanted to do it But I didn't
3: I would mutually give so that she was happy with what she did after we prayed keeping God in the center of our Relationship
1: there it is.
3: So I said to her and I was proud and disappointed Mm. I said you didn't take that thing back. Did you because I knew she wasn't gonna sign up. Yeah, but I'm gonna, you're not going to be manipulated. Yeah. Walk that back. She goes, no, I made Jan do it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is so Rachel, like, I'm not going there. And I would say that might be the can't do better. That is a can't do... Well, I love that. Jan
3: can't do better. See, now I have to say why I was disappointed. <laughs> no, this is good, because that is the best way to go about it. Wait, Jan can't do better? It's yeah. just can't do better. Because, because Jan did that for Rachel? Yes. I thought
0: you were saying Rachel no, can't do that, better. For no, for me, it's can't do better, because... That's For just Rachel, Rachel. right? Just uh, okay. Rachel. I'm not taking like, it back. That is perfect. See Rachel. me?
1: I would have been. I, I would have probably been so ticked off. I would have like marched it back. I'm mean, yeah. like holding it up in the air, That's like on line, the yeah, way put, back. Put, put the lighter to Here it. Here you go. <laughs> oh.
3: That was mine. Was I'm disappointed, honey? I said I thought you would have just torn it up and said, and now nobody's going to sponsor this child <laughs> because of the way you have treated God's people. And then I said, <laughs> see this "Good kid's day, face, sir." See
0: this kid's face split in half. That's it's because of fault. you. <laughs> your fault. Your fault. Tears her robe. Tears Tears her robe and walks right (laughs) out of
3: there in defiance. (laughs) But what if in a Simpsons, Seinfeld, uh, Family Guy, whatever moment, you turn around, I say to you people... (laughs) Why are you letting yourselves be manipulated like this? Should you not pray? Should you not talk to your and start a revolt <laughs> yeah. against this?
1: Oh, maybe we should. Would Jesus him.
3: want you to make a rash decision based on emotion? I say no. Don't
0: do the sponsorship. Don't do the sponsorship. <laughs> start a sixties style like lock in. Oh my god. Lock in arms around nothing, <laughs> chaining each other. Won't be manipulated.
3: Oh my, oh. Gosh. you know, that might have offended some Christians.
1: Yeah, well... Uh, hey, but that's us. So we offended ourselves this week. Nice. So we... Uh, are <laughs> <we're> the best! <laughs> we, we cannot do better. <laughs> we
3: are number one! That's a great way
1: to end oh, this. Oh, man. Great way to end this show. Hey... Did um, we offend
3: anybody else?
0: Yeah, did we? Uh, maybe, maybe you Mexicans. You I don't know. Maybe could have talking about Mexicans. We brought it up twice. I don't know. I think, Scientologists I th- I think threw we're them so on the bus. edge
1: right now as a country. We're, we're not sure if we. Yeah. Like
0: if you say the word Mexican, is that uh, going to offend somebody? Like, I don't know. Oh,
1: that's from the, that's from the office. Like, my, like Michael Scott is asking Oscar, like, you know what nationality is. He <laughs> says I'm Mexican. He's like, oh, but I can't call you Mexican. That's <laughs> <Yeah. I said. laughs> by the way, it's Latinx. Latinx. Latino
3: and Latina assumes gender.
1: Oh my and god. And now you know. All right. So visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. <laughs> follow us uh lunchtimeinrome on Email Twitter. Us. Email us. Text us. Yes. Tell us to do better. Tell us to do Tell better. Tell us yes. you do better. Yes. Please do. And uh, follow us on on Facebook and like and share and all that good stuff. And on that note, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>